Hello, welcome back, my beautiful people, to another episode of Talking Up with Tia Monique. I am your girl, Tia Monique, and it is time to talk it up. I hope everyone is having a wonderful Friday today. Um, it is nice here over in my neck of the woods. It's not raining right now. <laughs> it has been raining uh, for the past two days, so it's pretty nice today. And um, I'm hoping everyone is doing well. The quarantining is quarantine time. Um, I know it is May now, May 1st. It's the first of the month. Every time I think about the first of the month, I always, I always think about <laughs> the song by Bone Thugs and Harmony. Every time. It's the first of the month. Wake up, wake up, wake up. <laughs> I think about it every time. But um, to, be, to be serious... It is the first of the month. There are a lot of people right now who don't have money to pay their rent or their mortgage or whatever bills that usually come around this time of the month. And I am in constant prayer for you that God will continue to work things out for you and that you will res- be restored um, to back to where you were before the quarantine happened. And God will continue to meet your need and be your provider even through this time of lack. So... I am here with you. We're all doing this together. And my hearts and prayers are for you as well as everyone who has to continue to go into a hospital, a doctor's office, um, a lab office, any essential um, employees for whatever job your job is. And you still have to go into work and risk your health um, to possibly be infected by someone else who may have it. So I am constantly praying for you as well that God will protect you and keep you safe. Um, and 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 not harmed by this COVID-19 virus. So with all that said, I am so happy that you joined me today for another episode. It is episode 18, y'all. I'm almost at episode 20. This has been a great ride. I, I am going to continue to be consistent. I know when I started off, it was like talking about with Tierra Monique on Tuesdays. <laughs> but as life happens, it happens. So it could be any day of the week that I'm going to drop a podcast just be looking out for it and hopefully I can get back to Tuesdays it's just that right now with with some things going on with work and whatever it's kind of hard for me to get it on a Tuesday but if I can I can but if not just be looking out for it for it to drop at least every week that's my my goal is is to have a podcast for every week but I I, I am so happy and so excited um, to be on this ride with you I'm thankful to God that he put people in my life to push me um, to do this. Um, I like to give a good shout out to my good friend Reggie Lee. Um, not, yeah, not the person that thinks is, this is this person from someone else. <laughs> I gotta just say that um, if you hear the helicopters, because I'm outside enjoying the weather. Um, but um, uh, my good friend, my good childhood friend. Reggie, he pushed me. We had a conversation back in uh, late September in 2019, and we were talking. I was telling him that you know my ideas and what I wanted to do, and he was like just pushing me and saying, you know, just go ahead and do it. Don't worry about it. Just go ahead and do it. And I went ahead and I did it. So I'm so happy to be at episode 18, and I pray to God that I will continue to keep going and don't stop, and I and that I would make my life experiences um, relatable to you. Um, that is my goal. So today, what I hope is relatable to you, which I know is probably relatable to all of y'all. <laughs> when I, I say all, that's wrong, 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 wrong. 
I misspoke. Not all, but some or majority. I don't know if you're like me. Um, So today's topic is I live in the friend zone. (laughs) I live in the friend zone, y'all. I'm single. I've been single right now for, um, let's see, I've been divorced since 2014, so it's 2020. Uh, So I've been single for six years. Um, I have had some ups and downs when it comes to relationships and situationships and whatever-ships. And it's been, it's been, it's been something. Um, I've learned a lot and um, I'm thankful that I have learned a lot. I'm thankful that some of those doors were closed because of my ignorance. Um, and I thank God for that. I thank God that he blocked a lot of stuff that I did not have to go through because certain people were so toxic for my life. And sometimes when you are single, you um, find yourself being more desperate than being smart. And so I thank God for the wisdom and the lessons that he has shown me. But yeah, I'm single and I'm okay with that right now. I didn't used to be okay, but I'm okay with that right now. I think especially right now with the whole quarantine time, it's, it's, it's forcing a lot of us to actually be alone and to accept the reality that there is nothing wrong with being alone. There is nothing wrong with it, with today being a Friday. And, you know, if you listen to this on a Friday or whatever time you listen to this and it's nighttime, it's a weekend and you don't have anybody to share it with, that is okay. I'm not saying that it's um, not okay for you to want to have someone. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, we all desire um, companionship. Uh, we all desire affection. We all desire someone to want us, someone to want to love us or be around us or hear us or talk to us. And we all desire that. I desire that. But um, there comes a time when you do have to just be alone and, and come to grips with there is something wrong with being alone. And, and what I heard before many times is if you have a problem with being with yourself, why do you would you want someone else to be with you? Right. So this is good. And so right now I'm, I'm in the dating field. I'm getting to know people and I'm having it. I'm, I'm enjoying it. You know, it could be a little like, oh, I wish I had. But then again, it's like, well, you know, there's a reason for everything. <clears throat> so with that being said, um, I live in the friend zone. <laughs> and I think because I was married for um, about 11 years. And so I got married when I was 21 21-ish, 2021-ish. And um, all I knew was how to be a supportive wife. And because my ex-husband, which we are good friends right now, good, great, great co-parenting right now with us. Um, he is in the Navy. And when I was married, he was in the Navy. And you have to be like 100% full on supportive. I mean, you're... It's kind of like what you want has to get put on the back burner because you have to help your spouse further their career in the military, which also helps benefits you. And so all I knew during our marriage and is being supportive. Not to say that I didn't know how to be a supportive friend or person before my marriage because I did, but it was like magnified once I got married and now that I'm single, I find myself still doing those same. I, I find myself supporting people, not to say they don't deserve support, but supporting them to the extreme. 
you know, and I have to check my motives and ask myself, why am I supporting them so much? And, um, and the reason why that ties into being put in the friend zone, I believe that sometimes when we meet people who we like outside of just a friend and we, and we have already thought of that, we would, we would like to get to know them in, in a space of a romantic space, um, that we sometimes overdo it just so they can reciprocate what we're giving to them. And that's what I do. <laughs> that's what I have found myself to do. I have done that as I reflect, <laughs> as I've had reflect when I was trying to, when I wrote this down. When did I write this down? I wrote this down. I wrote all these notes down between April 23rd and yesterday. <laughs> no, not yesterday, 29th. So um, I was on this whole friend zone thing and I have, I can count on my hand, just one hand, um, the people or the men that I have support, I have supported them through their own journey and their calls, like to the 10th degree, but I find myself never getting that reciprocated back. So I think I, I put myself in the friend zone because I overly make myself available to them when it comes to them needing to bounce ideas off of me or them needing to just talk or have somebody to talk to or have somebody to go out to have a drink or go to the movies or whatever. And um, but when I want but if I try to initiate those things, then they're not available for me. So it I kind of push myself into a friend zone because men like to hunt and you hear that all the time that men like to chase they like to chase and if you're always making yourself available to them there's no fun in that then when is he going to chase you if you don't make yourself chaseable so that's what I want to talk about today I want to talk about how to get out of the friend zone because <laughs> I live in there I don't want to live in the friend zone and there's nothing wrong with being friends with somebody there's nothing wrong with supporting people but when it goes to the extreme to the point where you're going way above and beyond to support them and there is no reciprocation you have to one check your motives am I doing this because I want to see them succeed and that's it or am I doing it because one I want to see them succeed but two, I want them to see how good of a woman I am or how good of a person I am so they can then want to be with me the way, the same way I want to be with them. You feel me? <laughs> All right. So we're going to get into more and get into deeper into that when we come back from a word from our sponsor. All right. So how... Can we get out of the friend zone? If you are like me and you stay in the friend zone, um, it, doesn't, it doesn't mean that every guy that I meet, they put me in the friend zone. I'm not saying that. I'm not I'm not going to toot my horn, but I'm, I'm a good looking woman. <laughs> and that's not being arrogant. You have to recognize your own beauty. And I, there is nothing wrong with that. If, if you don't think that you're beautiful, if you don't think that you bring anything to the table, then why would someone else think it? You know, you have to love yourself. You have to love yourself first before someone else can love you. So I love myself. And I'm not saying that I'm Halle Berry, but I day on show, I'm not saying that I'm I'm a dog either. <laughs> I think I look good. I think I, I think I got it going on. And and with that being said, I do get um 
I do get, um, I'm not going to say compliment. I do get, um, attention, I'm going to say, and not, and not like a, you know, I don't have like 500 people, you know, waiting to talk to me. What I'm saying is that, you know, I get when, if someone, if basically if I was on a dating app, which I have been on before, my inbox stays full. Is Is that what I'm saying? And again, I'm not out of arrogance, but just because I'm an attractive woman. I think I am. So just like if you're an attractive person, people are going to be in your inbox if you're on a dating app or if you're in a space where it is it is welcome for you to um, approach someone, basically. So, I mean, it's not like, you know, look, when I go out to the grocery store, nobody's saying anything to me. <laughs> not anymore. I can tell you when I was... I mean, before all this Instagram stuff started going on and social media, men would approach you at the store. You know, I would get approached at the store. Someone would ask me, hey, are you single? Um, I'd like to get to know you. I've had that happen before. But since all this social media and since all the dating app stuff has gone like through the roof, it you, you don't really find that anymore unless you're in a space for that. Like, if you're at a club, I don't go to clubs, but if you're at a lounge or you're in an environment where you and the opposite sex um, is, you know, around each other and it's kind of welcome. Because, like, you know, in a club, someone might come to you or if you're in a space where, you know, you're socializing, you're meeting people, that's it's expected for someone to approach you. But at the grocery store, child, nobody comes up to you. <laughs> at the grocery store and and the the funny thing is i have had i had one time let let me let me um backtrack here for a second i was in the grocery store and um um this guy was in front of me cute guy okay and he um something happened I, i forgot how the conversation started but um oh yeah i dropped my phone so i dropped my phone flat right to the front face everything dropped on the floor i dropped my phone and um i picked it up and he was like dang (laughs) he was like you didn't even you don't even care that it dropped i said and i was like no it's just this kind of phone my phone it drops all the time and the screen is so strong that it doesn't break and so he laughed and i laughed and he you know we started having a conversation about my phone he asked me what kind of phone i had and um and then he talked about his phone. And so the conversation stayed around the phones and technology and blah, blah. So after he checked out, he was okay. That was it. He didn't say anything. He didn't say bye. He didn't say have a nice day. That was just it. But we, but mind you, I saw him throughout the store. He, every time I turned my head, this is like a couple months ago. I saw, no, no. Was it a couple months ago? Well, anytime. It, well, I don't know. I can't remember. But. I saw him in the store. I was in the store, and every time I turned around, he was looking at me. Okay, I didn't have on nothing hoochified because I don't I don't roll like that. Um, so it, that wasn't it. Okay, before someone says, "Well, it might have been what you got on," I didn't have nothing hoochified. I I was dressed regular. I had on some jeans, some jean leggings. Um, I had on some boots and a sh- and a nice shirt. And, and my shirt covered my butt, the the much of butt that I do have. <laughs> I wasn't blessed with a butt, okay? Uh, I do squats, but it's, I don't, 
I'm not in a space where I'm trying to have a big butt. I'm I'm okay with where I am. I mean, hey, take it or leave it. So the shirt that I had on covered my my rear, my derriere, if you will. So just what happened when I got in line, I was behind him. So in my head, I was thinking, oh, okay, he was that's the guy who was looking at me. Maybe he's gonna say something to me. And so he did, but it was about the phone. So I'm thinking like maybe me dropping my phone, which I didn't do it on purpose. I didn't. <laughs> I I really dropped my phone because I'm clumsy. And so I dropped my phone. And so I'm thinking that maybe, maybe that would have opened the door for him to talk to me. And he it did. And but it didn't go nowhere but outside of the phone. So when he walked away, I was like, well, why he didn't say nothing? <laughs> well, why he didn't and then so then I had to think, well, maybe he had a girlfriend. You know, maybe he had a wife and they're okay with, you know, not wearing wedding rings. Because that is something I have learned that um, recently that men don't wear their wedding rings when they're married. And their wives are okay with it. That's a whole nother topic, y'all. I don't know. I don't know what happened to that. But I'm going to tell you right now, whoever, if my husband is listening to me right now, whoever you are, Laura, whoever my husband is right now listening to me. When we get married, that wedding ring will be on all the time. All the time. If you go into the gym, you need to wear the rubber one. Nowadays, they have the rubber ones and they have the metal ones. If you working at, if you at work, you need to have on a rubber one. If you at the gym, you need to have the rubber one. If we at church, you need to have on the metal one. Look, that everybody need to know you married. <laughs> and it's not, it's not out of insecurity. It's just that if we're committed. And we have vowed to be one another and we have, we bought these rings to, to symbolize our commitment to each other. Why not wear it? You know what I'm saying? So anyway, I digress. <laughs> I digress. But, um, a lot of people don't really, oh yeah, well, that's what I was saying. A, a lot of men don't, um, they don't approach people in normal spaces, in, in community spaces like, like church uh, like the grocery store, you know, out, out, um, at the park, you don't get a lot of anybody walking up to, well, I, I can say for me, for me. So what is the, what, what does it mean to be in the friend zone? So a friend, to be in a friend zone, I looked this up and the definition, the definition that I got was a situation in which a friendship exists between two people, one whom has an unreciprocated romantic or sexual interest and the other person so basically you're only a friend you're you see them as a friend i'm sorry you see them as something else they see you as a friend okay um you could and like i said before the break i have a problem of over supporting people which i think i in i in pushes me into the friend zone basically I think that pushes me in a friend zone. I'm going to give you some examples. There is... <laughs> I was talking to... <laughs> I um, I was on Instagram. Okay, like everybody else. Um, a year ago. And um, there was a mutual friend of... There was a guy who was a mutual... Who was a friend who had... Ah, backtrack. My words all crazy. There was this guy on Instagram who was a friend of my friend from high school and so we were all friends right so 
I don't know if I requested him or he requested me, but basically we ended up following each other on Instagram. And we were also following each other on Facebook. I think that's how it worked because we were already following each other on Facebook. And that's usually how it happens on, on Facebook. You know, if, if someone sees that you, oh, you're a friend, oh, I must know them because we must all, we all went to the same high school. So then you end, somebody ends up sending you a friend request because of a possibility that y'all might know each other. So I think that's what happened. So because we were Facebook friends, I mean, we need to start following each other on Instagram. So I would like some of his things. He was attractive and, um, but I didn't never make any, um, I didn't never make any moves at it because I'm not, I'm not that kind of person to like, um, shoot my shot <laughs> at somebody on, on a uh, social media. Really? I, not really. So, uh, we follow each other. I liked his thing. He liked my things, but I didn't, I didn't pay attention to it. Well, one day y'all. I was at church and um, I was at I was at church and I came, you know, the church was over and I came out into the lobby and I looked over and there he was. And I was like, look at God. <laughs> I, I hadn't even I, I wasn't thinking about him at all. I mean, I saw him, I was like, that's the guy from Instagram. Now, mind you, I didn't know. I did not remember what his Instagram username was. I didn't remember his name on Facebook. I just remember, oh, that's the guy. That's the guy on Instagram. And so I called him the Instagram guy in my head. So I, because I saw him first, I walked over to him and I was like, hey, you're on Instagram, right? You're the Instagram guy. <laughs> and he laughed and he was like, yeah, I remember you too. And then we introduced ourselves and I said his, I'm not going to say his name, y'all, because he might be listening. I don't know. Um, so he told me his name. I told him my name. And then he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, He's like, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And um, we started a little conversation, a little chit chat. And then I was like, okay, well, um, I was like, well, it was really good to see you. I said, you know, um, and I said, I said something real corny, y'all. I can be really corny sometimes. I said, okay, well, I'll see you on Instagram. <laughs> That's so corny. But I was I was nervous. I was nervous and I was not nervous. I was nervous because he was attractive. He was... Because... <laughs> and not... Okay, I, and I know there's a difference. There's, somebody can be attractive and not and you not be attracted to them. But I was... A, not only was he attractive, but I was attracted to him. And that made me nervous. And then what made me nervous was I was like, well, I don't even know if he got a girlfriend. I don't want nobody coming around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want I don't I ain't trying to have no problems and then the other part of that I was not nervous because I I felt like I kind of knew him a little bit because I followed him on Instagram and Facebook and I seen the things that he posted so like so it made sense that he would be at church um because of the things that he posted and I I kind of knew I kind of knew him so I I'm le- leave church I get in the car and I automatically go straight to Instagram. And I'm like, oh, I'm, and I look him up. And I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 I did. And then it just so, just so happened, I think it was like two weeks prior to that day, that Sunday, we both had liked each other's um, postings. And we had like a little short conversation in the direct message, the DM. But it was like real cute, real innocent, nothing, nothing, you know, just, hey, I like your post, blah, blah, blah. But that's it. So I go ahead and I shoot my shot. Now I <laughs> not shoot my shot in a way of like I'm like really overbearing, but I um <clears throat> I said to him something like because this happened like a couple years ago, y'all. Like a year ago. This is 2020, so this is like 2018. No, 
it was 2017 i can't remember what it was girl i forgot i don't forget but it happened and so i um i just kind of shoot my shot a little bit kind of just i just all i said was um hey it was great seeing you today at church um it's so funny that i didn't even know um you went to the same church and um hopefully we can hopefully if you oh i I said i said if you like if you like um if you like to continue to um i i think i said something like if you like to exchange numbers something like that i i i I got there somehow (laughs) i got there somehow y'all of exchanging numbers so he said sure or whatever oh yeah oh no no i said something churchy now i remember i said something real churchy like um I asked him if he had a if he was a part of a small group. Well, and at this church it's called a connect group. And um he said that he wasn't and that he really wanted to to um to sign up for one. And he asked him, was I a part of a connect group yet? And at the time I was like kinda because I was on the worship team, I was on the part of the choir, and they have their own connect group for the choir. So I told him that and he was like, okay. And then I was like, I was like, well, I can see the information if you like it. He was like, yeah. I said, okay, well, I said, do you want me to send it on here or you want to exchange numbers? And that's how we got, that's how we, we exchange numbers. So it, so it kind of, I kind of didn't shoot my shot. I was just like real, like real, like slick with it. Um, so yeah, so we exchanged numbers and after that we talked all the time, um, via, I mean, mostly it was like text messaging, but um we were talking on the phone um throughout the week sometimes if he had time because of his job so because you know the conversations or whatever i was liking him like i was really liking him now mind you this guy was so younger than me (laughs) i was a cougar y'all not that young let's see um (laughs) i think maybe about six years younger than me i think it was and um yeah about shoot i think like six or seven i don't even think he was in his 30s yet y'all for real so he had to be like 29 at the time i'm 38 now it was a couple years ago so i I was about 36 36 35 something like that so um but hey i mean but he was very mature you know you always see though he was very mature for his age (laughs) but he was at the time i'm gonna say from what he presented himself to be very mature so we talked whatever and so i didn't i didn't try to go past the friend part until he did until he he said he he started complimenting me on my looks a lot and as far as saying oh you're so beautiful you got a lovely smile blah blah and that's not really something that you would hear from a guy who's only trying to be your friend I mean, and without, I'm not, I'm not talking about a friend with benefits. Now, a guy who's trying to be a, your friend with benefits, oh, they're going to go over the top with compliments because they have one thing they want to get from you. They want you to, to be available for them so y'all can hit, so you can hit it and quit it and he'll see you another time. But someone who's like just trying to be like a friend, you know, at church or whatever, they're not going to overly compliment you on your smile or how beautiful you are. So when he started doing that, I was like, okay, not the door. So when he opened up the door, I would, I, 
I said, oh, okay, he's handsome. So then I complimented him on being handsome. And that's how the conversation started to turn. And so every time we talked to each other, it was, hey, beautiful, hey, handsome, stuff like that. So here I go, full-blown over support mode okay and this is how i got this this is how i know i got pushed into a into the friend zone from from my end it it could have been another way for him he could have been looking at other stuff like the fact that i had kids or the fact that we were i don't know whatever who knows he could have he could have had somebody on he could have been interested in somebody else as well so he could have had options i don't know but from my standpoint it felt like that i pushed myself into the friend zone because this is what i started to do so when i found out what he did for a living Okay, I okay. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say what he did because it's, it's not gonna make sense if I don't say what he did. So he was a car salesman, and so because he was a car salesman, um, he had told me that he was trying to figure out how he could get more, you know, clients so he can sell more cars. And um, he said that he had started doing videos, and, uh, and he told me to look. And he told me to look at him and tell me what tell me what I thought. Tell him what I thought. <laughs> tell him what I thought basically give him some feedback on his videos so I did and then I I gave him feedback and then as I was giving him feedback he was correcting him and I started I started to promote his videos I was on Facebook I was like hey y'all go check out my friend so-and-so at so-and-so car place whatever he can really hook you up I mean I was gassing him up I was gassing him up to the point where he was telling me that he started to get a lot more um clients he's hard he's hard to sell cars now i'm not gonna say it was because of me because i also pray for him and i'm not the only one praying for him he has a mother and a father who was very much in the faith he has sister who was very much in the faith so it wasn't like there was nobody around praying for him i'm not the only one praying for him but i'm i'm just gonna tell you that i was praying for him and i was promoting his stuff and then he started telling me that he started getting more sales so it could it could have been a, a culmination of things or whatever so but anyway um so that started to make me feel good that you know i was supporting him but i started to already support him like i was like okay i wouldn't just share one video i was sharing all the videos and then i was on instagram hyping him up on instagram and i was doing all of this and i was like and i was encouraging him and motivating him and when he fell down i was praying for him and i was like doing the most i was doing the most y'all and to the point where I started to notice that if I didn't initiate the conversations between us, then there would be no conversations. And that's when I had to pump my brakes. I was like, hold up, wait a minute. You know, like, wait a minute. Because I noticed that whenever he reached out to me, I automatically reached back out to him. But when I reached out to him, he didn't reach back out to me. And that's how I, and and then the conversations changed. And I feel like by me being so readily available for him and me going to the extreme of supporting him as like not just as like a friend but like something that what a girlfriend would do or even a wife I mean like for real and to the point where I was like well I don't need to chase her because she's she's gonna do whatever she can do to help me and support me and I don't even have to do nothing for her and that doesn't mean that you that doesn't mean you have to support people who do something for you, but you want some kind of reciprocation. You know what I'm saying? You want somebody to encourage you. And he would encourage me, but it would be like, I noticed it was more of me than him. And I and that's how I feel I got put in a friend zone. I, an- another instance, I don't want this to be a forever long one, but another instance was a guy, 
who also on Instagram, who I would um, like his stuff or whatever. And I started supporting him buying his shirts and he had he released music and um, and I was supporting him. And then one day he asked to call me. He asked to call me. He was he was <clears throat> he was um, excuse me, y'all. He was working on his music and, and <clears throat> it's about to get released. Uh, months before I got it released and he was just very nervous about it. He was, he was unsure about, you know, his, um, his talent and he was comparing himself to other people. And so I would encourage him, you know, not to do that. And then, so what we were, we were talking back and forth through Instagram and that was it. And then we exchanged phone numbers. Right. And then one day he asked if he can call me. And so I about fell out. Cause I was like, Oh, okay. He, I kind of, because I was crushing on him hard. So I uh, I was like, yeah. So when he called me and we had this long conversation. And then towards the conversation, I said something that triggered him to say, oh, well, you know, I'm not, I don't, I don't really think of you like that in that way. <laughs> Let me tell you guys, I shrunk so small in that chair at that time. My, it was like somebody came, I was a little kid, and somebody came and knocked on my ice cream cone. <laughs> like, I had been waiting all day to eat this ice cream, and I finally got my ice cream cone, and I'm standing outside about to eat my chocolate ice cream, and somebody comes over and knocks it over, and I'm looking like, oh, and I started crying. Oh, my gosh. Now, I didn't cry. I'm just saying, like, in an analogy, like, a little kid, a little kid's going to cry if their ice cream gets knocked over. But that's how I felt. I shrunk so small. I was like, Beetlejuice. <laughs> if anybody's ever seen Beetlejuice, and there's this is part where this is this woman in the in the little waiting room when they're like supposed to be like dead, I guess, or in the like the waiting, the purgatory, I don't know. But they, they're in this waiting room and he he tries to um he and he tries to the Beetlejuice tries to take he tries to steal the lady's um, number for her. It's like it's like DMV. They they call your number, and so he had, when he got his number, he had this really long number. It was like a million and something. He had to wait, but he looked over, and the girl had uh, like number two or number four, something like that. So then he like made a joke and said, "Hey, look over there." And then when she looked, he she turned and he turned and got her thing and said, like, "Oh," he and he goes, "Oh, look, I'm number four now," because he took her number. And then when she looked, she picked up her number. And she saw that. Oh, wait a minute. I didn't have this long number. I was number four. She turned to him and she noticed that he had her number. So she reached over <laughs> into her bag and sprinkled this uh, little dust on his head. And his head became so small. I know that was a long analogy or a long whatever. But that's how I felt. My Like, I just shrunk so small. And right then it was like, okay, Tia, you're doing it again. You are putting yourself in the friend zone. You are being overly too available. And then and then I thought about it. Well, maybe then I would say to myself after doing this, because if you've ever listened to any of my other podcasts, I talked about when I talked about depression. I talked about there was two guys who I talked to in the same night about depression and how they, they just needed encouragement. One was thinking about suicide, and the other one wasn't. And then it came to me after that phone call ended and my all my dreams got crushed. I mean, I didn't have any dream dreams. I just, I was kind of looking forward to getting to know him in a different way. Um, I was like, well, maybe that's not my purpose. 
maybe it was not meant for me to be in a relation a romantic relationship with these men maybe my purpose was to be in their life for a certain season to help encourage them and promote them because the truth of the matter is God didn't create us and he didn't create our purpose for just for us he didn't create us just for us to satisfy our own needs he created us to be like Jesus and to be like him and to love other people and to, and show and by showing God's love we support people right but you're not supposed to go extreme you support people but don't don't support don't go to the extreme like in my case where there's no reciprocation because this other the guy that i just said about you know who was in the mute was in the music and he had you know his own fashion line or whatever by him telling me that you know you know i don't look at you in that way it, it did crush me because um like i said i thought it was going somewhere else but as much as time that I invested into encouraging him and buying his um, his his apparel and you know encouraging him, and then when his his music got released and you know um, sharing his posts about his music being released and his new album and all this stuff, when my podcast when I when I started my podcast, y'all, back in October November last year, do you know I have not seen him? repost any of my podcasts any of my podcast posts he has not texted me and said hey that was a great episode he nothing nothing no reciprocation and so then i look like a fool a fool right and then i had to then i had to say god you know what i don't like no fool because i did what, what i was supposed to do I encouraged someone who was down. I encouraged someone who was feeling insecure. I motiv- motivated them to keep pushing and not giving up and not to compare themselves to other people. I encouraged them. And and that was what I was supposed to do. That's why you have to check your motives when you're supporting people. And I know this this went from friend zone to other stuff, but you have to check your motives when you're supporting people. Am I supporting them because I want to see them not only succeed, I want them to keep going or am I supporting them because I want something out of it and I found myself saying okay in those two instances I was supporting them but then it was it was like it was straight innocent and genuine at first and then once I saw that it was an opportunity for something else then I went over and beyond because I felt like if I if I go over and beyond and show them how great of a person I am and how much I would be a great girlfriend or woman in their life you know how much of an asset that I would be because I I know how to encourage and motivate and pray and you know and support then maybe you know they'll they'll see me as as her and they will want to explore a relationship with me that's not what happened and that's why you have to check your motives that's and so I wrote down some things um and I I think I've already touched on a lot of these things but um like I was just saying I wrote down the negative consequences of being in the friend zone. The negative consequences of being put in the friend zone and staying there. Because like I said before, there's nothing wrong with being in the friend zone. You just have to know how to operate in the friend zone. Once you get put there, you need to fall back. Don't be their go-to person all the time. Especially if they have already chosen someone else over you. Especially if they... You can still pray for them. You can still encourage them. You can still motivate them. You can still support them. But you don't have to be their number one. Because obviously, you're not you're not trying to build a best friend with them. You know, a best friendship with them. 
you know, if, 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 if you know you like them more. Now, if you are in a situation where you don't like them, it's straight platonic, then hey, by all means, go at it. Go way and beyond. But if you are the person who likes them more than they like you, you have to protect your heart. You have to protect your heart. You have to protect your peace and your mind because you will find yourself doing things that you should not be doing because you're hoping and wishing that it's going to become something more and then they're going to finally like decide to be with you. And that's what I wrote down here. I said um, the negative consequences of being in a friend zone and uh, not operate when you don't operate well in the friend zone. This is what happens. You become hopeful for the fantasy of maybe they'll change their mind. If I continue to do everything I'm supposed to do as their supposedly as their friend, then maybe they'll see the great woman or great man that I am because I'm here for them. Nah, you got to let that go because by you doing that, by you holding on to your fantasy, you're then blocking them. I'm sorry, you're blocking. Yeah, you're blocking yourself from the person that's supposed to be in your life in a romantic way. I'm talking about in a romantic way, y'all. So the person that's supposed to be in your life. The, the person that's supposed to be with you in a romantic way, the, the person supposed to be your your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your 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 fiance, your and then and then soon your spouse, you're blocking them because you're holding up this light for someone who does not have the same feelings for you. And you don't want to put yourself in that position. You'll start to devalue devalue yourself because you will put things off that you care about so that you can be at their beck and call. And that's what I did sometimes. You know, there were things that I wanted to do, but I put them to the side because, oh, this person said they needed me. But you don't want me that way. And and the things that you want from me are the things that, that usually a person who is in a relationship would do. If we're not in a relationship, and I'm not talking about sexual stuff, y'all. I'm talking about something that, I mean, things that a man and a woman share together, you know, when they're, when they're trying to get to, when they're trying to grow. And it's like, come on now. Like, what? Like, what? Like, especially when they know now when they know that you like them more than they like you because you have told them you know that you that you will want to be that you will want to get to know them in a romantic way they will take advantage of you and then you will devalue yourself just just so you can be a part of their world and you don't want to do that and then sometimes if it goes on too long right you've been at their beck and call um when it shouldn't be that way you will then give in to a friend with a friend with benefit situation because the more and more time that you're spending with this person you're with them all the time y'all hanging out going to the movies y'all talking all the time y'all texting all the time you know that they're they're interested in somebody else you know they're entertaining someone else romantically and y'all hanging out all the time and as soon as the other person that they're interested in drops them Oh, they become real clingy to you and they're going to want to do things with you. And then you end up putting yourself in a, in a situation where one day you're on the couch, y'all talking, y'all laughing or whatever. Or one day he calls you, oh, hey, um, you know, she dumped me or she calls you, oh, hey, so-and-so dumped me. And they come running to you and y'all sitting over there drinking wine or whatever, playing music. And then one thing leads to another, y'all kissing. And then what happens? Sex. Boom cross the line now y'all in a friend with benefits now that person is gonna want something from you that you didn't want really want to give them but because you're still holding on to this hope that something can be something else can happen with with y'all you start to devalue yourself 
and you start getting into a friends with benefits situation, which you shouldn't even be in anyway at all. The only benefit about being in the friend zone is when you decide that I no longer want to be in a romantic relationship with this person. That's the only way you will not be in a you will not um, be taken advantage of. And that's the only, that is the only way that you will not allow yourself to go to the extreme to try to still be in this person's life because you have to value yourself first. So when you stop and you say, OK, as soon as they as soon as they let you know, whether it's through behavior or whether they straight out come out and tell you that they only want to be your friend. That's when you need to pull back and go, OK, and you need to not hang out with them a lot all the time or just let them know. I was watching Insecure. Yes, I was watching Insecure, y'all. Don't shoot me. I was watching Insecure, and I'm 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 on old episodes because I I didn't I didn't watch it when it first came out. I just been you know anyway. <laughs> I watched the episode, and um, I think there was an episode where, <clears throat> gosh, I just lost my train of thought trying to sugarcoat the fact that I was watching Insecure, but um. The girl, oh yeah, she set boundaries. The, the she set boundaries. I forgot the character's name. I think it was Molly, but her whole situation was a friends with benefits thing, and they were real cool. They were kicking it. They were friends, and they turned into something else. But she had to set boundaries because she knew that his situation wasn't going to change because he was still with someone else, and he knew that she felt for him out she felt for him more than just a friend and so she had to set boundaries and you have to set boundaries with people okay what you don't want me you don't want me romantically you don't see me the same way you got your own other situation going over here okay here's the boundaries i'm not i'm not available to you after a certain time at night unless it's an emergency i'm not sure your plan b when the other person is not available to go out with you to the mall or oh, there's even that's not even no malls anymore is it <laughs> the town centers or uh, the movies or bowling or whatever whatever it is you should you should not be you should not be anyone's number two choice and i'm gonna say it again you should not be anybody's number two you need to love yourself enough to to say i am worth being the number one outside of god i'm worth being the number one you don't want to be nobody's second nobody's second nothing nah that's not how we roll because you'll get hurt and you like i said before you have to protect your emo you have to protect your emotions you have to protect your um your peace you have to protect your heart because you'll go crazy when you allow yourself to be taken advantage of and what i say that that was a positive thing the positive thing about being a friend in the friend zone is when you when you recognize that you are in the friend zone and you you decide okay i'm stepping away and i set boundaries you set boundaries the other positive thing about it is that you know if you truly see this person as just a friend after you have accepted it and you truly see them as just a friend then just be their friend continue to pray for them continue to encourage them continue to motivate them but just be their friend knowing that you know people need people now if they're taking advantage of you and they're treating you wrong then you have to separate yourself from that situation because nah you're not going to do that that's not that's not how friendship works but if they are being respectful and they're not trying to take advantage of you and they're just like hey you know i, I just want to be your friend 
and that's it then just be their friend and just and then move on knowing that the the person who's supposed to be in your life in a romantic way to grow into the person that you're supposed to marry and continue to push you into your purpose the way god sees fit they're going to be in your life but you can't hold on to the person who you thought you wanted to be with so that's what i want to talk about about as far as being in the friend zone i'm coming up to my 47 minute mark there was other things i want to talk about there might be a part two because i really wanted to get on the fact that um about uh crushing on somebody on ig that that that's that's bad too i i, I think i did talk about that a little bit about gassing up people and thinking they're gonna give you the same reaction because let me tell you something the truth of the matter is you're gonna have people in your life who you like more than they like you and to all the people who have been in a position where you had to put someone in the friend zone because you didn't see them the same way be tactful don't be mean about it and you know do it with love you know just say you know um right now don't lie don't say right now i don't want to be in a relationship and then next thing you know you're in a relationship don't do that what you can do is you can just you can just say because i have i've had to do this myself so not only have i been put in the friend zone i have put someone else in the friend zone you can just be honest for me for my example was this person did not line up with the, the things that i felt he didn't we did not have the same values and morals values and morals and values <laughs> you know he we didn't have the same morals and values and that's when you can just say you know i don't think that you're a person that would fit in my life and be and be a good um example for my kids because i think that you know you're not gonna know even if you're on the dating dating apps and you meet someone and they say they're a christian and then you go out with them people don't really show their true self after until after um a certain number of conversations or a certain number of times that you've gone out with them and they show you their true character so don't don't knock yourself if you took a risk to go out with someone who you thought was something who who presented themselves as one thing and they turned to be something else that's not your fault because there are shady people out here you just be yourself you continue to be true to yourself and be and you continue to show up as your authentic self but um i had to tell him you know i I think you're really you're a really great person but you know as i'm getting to know you your life does not match my life and you wouldn't be i don't think you would be a good representation for my children because if you are if you have kids you have to also think about that the person that you want to get to know and that you want to spend a a lot of time with you don't want to waste your time on someone who's not going to be beneficial to your children you need somebody in your life that's going to be beneficial to your children as far as um being a godly example and not trying to say they have to automatically be inserted in as the new stepmother and stepfather but if it's somebody that but if you're intentional about dating you have to make sure that you are intentional about selecting the right person who not only fits into your life but fits into your kid's life so with that being said don't look like a fool in the friend zone <laughs> move out of the friend zone it's i mean it's it, it, it can get it can get the, the lines can get blurred and the longer you the longer you allow yourself to keep holding a light to somebody who 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 plainly does not reciprocate the same um feelings as you it's not it's it's not gonna work okay so just be their friend and keep it moving you know don't make it awkward don't make it weird um just keep it moving okay okay so i hope that my (laughs) 
my life experiences have helped you um don't don't be so extreme like me y'all just i'm learning i'm really really learning i have i have really dialed back on my extreme support and because i check my motives you know guys god knows your heart god checks your motives he knows your heart and so god knew that i was wrong that's why he had to go ahead and put he had to let me know that i was wrong and he had to put me in my place so you know trust the lord you know trust the lord with your um with your personal life your love life knowing that he knows best for you so there's nothing wrong with being a friend but just be their friend if they have like again like i said they have shown you that they don't want to be with you and that way respect it don't be mean about it don't start ghosting them because that ain't right but if if you feel like that you would not be able to be just their friend because you have so you have such strong feelings for them then kind of let them know that you know you know i respect your decision by not wanting to be more than a friend with me but um i would not be able to continue to um be in a space where i'm constantly talking to you all the time or seeing you all the time because um i like you more than you like me and, and that's gonna push me back you know because you have to you have to make sure that you protect your your space you have to protect your mind and your heart and, and guard it up and you're gonna because you, you you're probably gonna need some time to get over it and just say hey you know just give me time so that i can just you know i can deal with it and you know some people don't like that some people think oh you know you just why can't you just deal with it you know people deal with things the way they the way they deal with it and you have to respect the way people need to deal with certain things especially rejection rejection hurts it hurts and you know it, it hurts and you will get over it soon enough but there's nothing, it's nothing wrong with being a friend nothing wrong with being a friend and you know what you never know if you stay in your lane as just a friend and not overly go somewhere sometimes sometimes that person may you know say hey you know what you were always here you were you were here all the time i think there's a song a christian song about about how god was there all the time like the footsteps like the footsteps um poem about god was always carrying you you know you and you see the movies too how the man or the woman they go after someone and that's not the right person and the person they were supposed to be with was there all the time it was their friend you see those hallmark movies all the time <laughs> There was it was always their friend or their childhood friend that was there all the time. They they could never see it because what they thought they wanted is not what they what they needed, and they realized what they is what they needed was always there, right? So that could be it too. If you're the person who's who's always putting people in the friend zone because you're chasing after something that you think you want instead of instead of going after what you need, you may be blocking your blessing. Because that person who's supporting you and encouraging you and motivating you and praying for you, come on now. If you got somebody praying for you, what? I mean, what? That that's that's not happening all the time right now. You don't have a I know for me, I ain't that's not happening. I rare very rarely do I hear a guy say, Hey, I prayed for you last night. Or I prayed for you this morning. You're on my prayer list. Someone who I like past past friendship. Or someone who like me past friendship. And see, those are things you gotta look at. Character. You gotta look at character. And you gotta look at their fruit. The fruit of the spirit. Alright, guys, I gotta head out. I'm about to hit my hour mark. And I thank y'all so much for um, talk, listening to me. And 
I hope you think about everything I said. I hope it was a blessing to you today. Again, you can reach me at Talk It Up with Tierra Monique on Instagram and Facebook. Talk It Up with Tierra Monique um, at Gmail. And you can leave a message. You can submit questions, comments, feedback, whatever it is. Thank you so much. I want to shout out um, my new listeners. I know I have some new listeners from the stage crew. Shout out to the stage crew of y'all listening today. Go check um, out um, a podcast that I follow, um, Righteous and Ratchet with Kev and Doughboy. Those are the podcasts that I'm listening to right now. If you want to know the love hour, how married are you? Um, um, the Perfect Pair podcast. Well, I listen to other stuff too, y'all. <laughs> I think I may want to do a my faves, my my faves, uh, my faves list of what I listen to because I listen to a lot of stuff. Um, go check out books I'm I'm reading right now before this hour goes up. Books I'm reading right now. I'm I'm reading um, uh, More Than Pretty by Erica Campbell. I'm reading um. Uh, I'm world listening on Audible. I'm listening to Dr. Darius Daniels. I'm always I got like 28 more minutes of that. Dr. Dar- Dr. Darius Daniels with relational intelligence. Go get that. Go and get it. Either download it on Audible or go pick it up at your local bookstore. Go get it. You need it. You need relational intelligence in all areas of your life. And also, I'm about to I'm about to start um, reading after I finish relational intelligence. I'm going to start um, relationship goals with um pastor mike todd uh i watched the the release party online and it was awesome i was late to the party because i didn't know it happened <laughs> so i watched it the, the, the next day but he also has an awesome series right now on youtube and on transformation i think it's transformation.com i think that's what it is but go look up transformation church and he's currently reloading or uh, redoing his uh relationship goals series that he did two or three years ago he's he's doing a whole new version of it and um I think it's awesome. We all need some help, y'all. Um, go oh, the Brooks. Go follow the Brooks. They're on in the Instagram and Facebook. The Brooks, Glenn P. Brooks Jr. and Sherry Brooks Jr. Go follow them. They they are awesome, 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 awesome um, relationship and life coaches. Please go follow them. They have a great, great, great program called the Maps. Um, one day, hopefully, I'll be able to join it. <laughs> But I, I, I listen to all their videos and I, I watch their videos and, and everything they talk about on the videos is what they talk about during their MAPS, uh, their MAPS program. It's um, marriage and parenting. Is it marriage and parenting successfully? Singles? It's something like that. <laughs> I'm so sorry, y'all. I'm so sorry, Glenn and Sherry. <laughs> um, but it is called the MAPS program. And I, I forgot. what I know the acronym is marriage and parenting and single successful something like that but anyway i love y'all I, I gotta go i'm at two minutes and i still gotta edit this up and um thank you so much remember to love yourself be kind to other people um put god first in all you do matthew 6 and remember um to just just live your life and, and be your best self and continue to be friendly and continue to be loving and until next time i'll see you smooches